28 to 1, we're going to look at harness racing. And Dan Maliki joins me. G'day, Dan. How are you? I'm very well. Very excited for uh, the start of the ID, uh, Sean, uh, tomorrow night. It's, uh, we've been talking about it for a while, and now it's right on our doorstep. And Brittany Graham joins us from Sky as well. How are you, Brittany? Really well, thank you. Great to be joining you. And um, I'm much like Dan. Can't wait for tomorrow night to get it all underway. Now, Brittany, we've got to ask you straight up, how's Harry, Majestic Harry? <laughs> We're thawing out, finally. It's been <laughs> a, a pretty fresh start to our week, a bit of a culture shock as well. We've come from uh, 30 degrees in Queensland, and the early part of uh, this week was uh, pretty brisk. But uh, as the week's gone on, we've certainly uh, acclimatised a little more, and it's beautiful today. So hopefully uh, that continues. You settled in well and working well? Yeah, he settled in well. Um, probably the first few days he was a little unsettled just uh, in new surroundings and uh, sort of getting his bearings, I guess. And, um, yeah, he's sort of been a bit of a homebody for quite some time now. So, um, yep, as the week's progressed, he's certainly settled a lot better and, um, yeah, really happy with him. So uh, all fingers crossed that uh, everything I'm seeing on the outside is the way that he's going to perform. It's pretty exciting, uh, Brett. Um, you're working, you're combining you, you, two of your loves. I mean, not many people get the opportunity to do that, but on top of it, it's an inter-dominion as well. I mean, surely there are dreams about working in the role that you're working in with Sky Racing and through Harness Racing and to be driving in an inter-dominion. Um, you must be pinching yourself. Oh, no doubt about that, Dan. It's, um, it's a pleasure. My job in the media is a, a real pleasure and I, I adore what I do and get to do each and every day and uh, sort of love that side of the business. But I guess my first passion was the horse itself and, and working with them and the fact that I, I get to combine the two now is wonderful and the two in an inter-dominion is just, uh, yeah, what dreams are made of. So uh, I've sort of had my eye on maybe this transpiring over the last six months, but probably deep down I, I never think it never thought it really would so the fact that we're you know one sleep away and and i'm going to be involved in an inter-dominion as a driver and and having a horse that i own as well uh it's pretty crazy stuff and i can imagine tomorrow's going to be quite the whirlwind this would be i reckon one of the biggest thrills for you wouldn't it in harness racing oh absolutely you know yeah. i um i when i was first driving and i was driving full time as a junior driver and i was lucky to drive in some really good races and I drove in a few group ones and you know the last probably three or four years I've maybe had a hundred drives a year it's sort of been um maybe not even that much in some of them you know I might have a drive a week or a couple of drives a week so to, to be in an inter-dominion is something that you sort of always hope to be the case and again the fact that it's our own horse um I own him with my mum um, it's sort of a, a no-pressure situation. I can just go out and enjoy it. He's a bit of a ruffie in the series. Nobody expects him to go out and, and be a massive chance. So I'm just looking forward to the whole experience. And um, and for that reason, I, I just can't wait for, for tomorrow night. How did you come by him, Brittany? Where did you pick him up from? Um, I actually remember the night that I was sent an email um, from an agent, um, Stu Valentine, a bloodstock agent, and there was probably four or five horses on the list from New Zealand, and um, he stuck out to me. I'd actually just retired my other horse, Big Bang Leonard, so I was looking for another horse to pick up, and this guy um, came about. He wasn't overly dear. I think he was maybe $15,000, and then it probably cost another 10000 to get him here, and um, he came over with... Um, pretty realistic expectations i set him for a, a series earlier this year um for 50 to 75 rated trotters so 
uh, just for those up-and-comers, and he actually wasn't able to win that. We had a few issues. It was a t- around the time of the flooding up in Queensland, and we just moved properties, and it sort of didn't all work out. But um, since sort of day one, he's shown us that he's got above-average ability, and he's just got great manners, and he's just a perfect little racehorse. So, um, yeah, he wasn't an expensive purchase. He's more than exceeded our expectations, and I really enjoy working with the Trotters. It's not something that um, my dad and our family have had a, a lot to do with um, up in Queensland, but I certainly love them. And I remember saying to Dad, I'm going to buy this trotter. And I think he rolled, my, rolled his eyes at me and said, what are you going to do that for? And then half an hour later, he came back out and he said, OK, well, I'll go halves with you. So um, in the end, we're, we're sort of both in it. And he's pretty happy with my decision now. Um, but not all trotters are quite this straightforward. He seems pretty safe. He seems like he, he, he rarely breaks. Is that the case? Yeah, touch wood. Um, he's he's got he's just got a great demeanour about him. He probably doesn't have the, the best trotting action, but he tries his heart out, and um, yeah, he rarely sort of makes a mistake, which has been um, what's really helped him through the grades so quickly. He's got great standing start manners, so that helped him early on. And from the mobile, he's actually really fast as well. And we do uh, quite a lot of mobile racing up in Queensland, and sort of our racing up there is fairly frenetic. He's had a few mile races now, and um, he's sort of a, a bit more attuned to that, that gate speed style, which you need to get up on the pace in Queensland. So that's going to hold him in good stead for this series, I think. And uh, the fact that he can be a little bit tactical um, will help us, hopefully, to, to pick up some all-important points. Looking at the uh, huge night of harness racing at Ballarat tomorrow night, wrapped to have Dan Balecki and Brittany Graham with me. And uh, Dan and Brittany, Matt Craven joins you now. Yeah, hello, Matt. Um, you got the stable back in form. Four runners tomorrow night, my friend, and uh, all runners are in the Inner Dominion. But I think the horse we're most excited to see back is the horse that brings out your emotions and I think everyone else in harness racing because Pink Galaz is back, Matt. Yeah, g'day, Dan, Britton, Sean. Look, it's exciting to have the Inner Dominion back in Victoria and, um, yeah, just great to be a part of it. So it's uh, nice to have four runners and and especially pink back to the race is um, definitely exciting for sure. Maddie, in terms of the Inter-Dominion itself, it's a series that you've had uh, plenty of experience in. Now you had the two trotters last year as well that will again go around this year. We know that it's a, a tough and gruelling series and it's different, but I guess your training methods and the fact that you do train in heat, do you think that is a, a big advantage heading into this series? You know that your horses are fit? Uh yeah, I'm not too sure, Britt. Like, you definitely got to have them fit for a series like this, and um, having King, you know, first up for such a long period, it's, it's going to be a huge ask. But um, yeah, it'll be very interesting, and you know, uh, I think it's, it's you look at some of these newer horses coming through, and um, you know, you got lots of ultra brilliance, and um, you know, Queen Alita, and that through the series, you think that. You know, some of these horses may have gone past her and she probably sits back in the pack a little bit further than maybe what she was. But um, she seems well and she's really happy. So I'm really looking forward to having her back to the races. And it's probably just a case of, you know, through the heat, that we'll probably have to drive her accordingly, even though that she's probably best driven with a quiet run. Um, it'll, it'll be a case of probably making sure that she gets the easiest possible trips throughout the heat and hopefully she's running on and, and earning good points. 
was uh, the, the injuries that she's had. Do you want to just remind us? Because it's been, well, the best part of a year, well, almost since the Inner Dominion last year, Matt, but she's only a little girl, um, which is sort of surprising that, that she would have the, the amount of uh, problems that you've had to uh, face with her over her short career. Yeah, she's never really had anything significant um, that's, that's sidelined her for a long time. She's had a lot of little niggles and she's had, you know, problems with her knees and, and her hocks that, um, that are, um, you know, put her off the track at times or, or sort of, you know, you've had to manage. And when we got the opportunity after um, she was scratched from the big bed last year to give her a good spell, we took that opportunity and she probably had four months out and she's probably taken us a little bit longer to get her back to the track. And anticipated. We hope to have it back for the Bill Collins Mile, but just weren't 100% happy with it, so we just, um, you know, took our time and it would have been nice to have, you know, even another trial, uh, leading into this series or, or a couple of races, but it just hasn't worked out, but it works good and, and sort of happy enough going into the series that, um, you know, that she'll perform really well. A lot of muscles being a really good addition to your stable, Maddie, and we know that. He was able to win a heat of this series last year. He was defeated last week when he appeared to have a pretty good run out in front, but I would assume the fact that, again, it was a few weeks between runs that he probably needed that. Uh, have you seen the signs at home since to suggest that he's sort of back on track? Um, yeah, Brittany, he's been a lovely horse having the stable. And, you know, for him to win an inter-union heat last year was a huge thrill for everyone. And he only just snuck into that series. Um, and, he's, and he's only just snuck into this one with the addition of a third heat. But he's just an honest little horse, and um, you know he's, he's run on Saturday night was good, but he was just beaten by a better horse. You know, I think we all know how talented Chinese Whisperer is, and he probably had the run where he was close enough and, and was able to out sprint us. So um, you know, I'm not too worried about that. I thought he went good, and he needed the run with a few weeks between races. And, it's, it's probably a case um, this year that, you know, it's a, it's a hell of a lot stronger um, inter-dominion for, for him this year and, and he'll have to, you know, be a big player and be driven with, for luck at each start, but we'll have to see how he goes. But I'm happy enough with him if I can get him the right run. Two trotters and two paces in the series. Both have drawn pretty well. Crime Rider, who really come into his own, and Britt, you would have seen plenty of him during the Queensland Carnival, uh, so much so that he's progressed to run in, uh, in Indian Dominion. And, and Better Call Me, who was pretty solid first up last week, is in uh, the uh, second heat of the paces. Yeah, well, Crime Rider, yeah, and he's just been a lovely horse for the stable right through. He's in so many you know, featured juvenile races and um, it's probably taking a little while to progress to to through that, you know, open class, but you know, he's formed through the winter and since coming home it's been super and we just were able to freshen him up a little bit going into this series and to be honest with you, I wasn't expecting to get a run and it's probably only the last day that he got in with a few withdrawals but, um, you know, he, he's a horse that really performs well when he's, when he's able to sit quiet and, and they run solid tempo and, um, got a tricky draw for in the first heat, but if he can get back in and sit quiet and, and they go go solid, I'm sure he'll be getting home like he normally is. And um, you know, I'll be really interested to see how he'll handle the series. I think he'll relish it, to be honest with you. But um, whether the, the step up to you know the, the real top grade is, 
step too far, I'm not too sure. But he's always showed when he's been up in grade that he's performed well. So really happy to have him get the opportunity in, in such a series like this. Better call me. You know, he's been a lovely horse to have coming to the stable and did such a good job as um, a late three-year-old and then to, to perform so well through some of those nice races um, and end up in a chariot to fire was terrific. And, you know, he was off the scene for a little while, but he's run first up the other night was, was terrific. And he'll take a lot of benefit out of that. And, um, you know, with a bit of an unfortunate scratch in Tango Tar, you know, he'll benefit from the one draw on Saturday night. And, you know, that really helps in all these races when it can be on the pen. Well... I've, on that, on that, it only came to my attention last night, Maddie, and I'm pretty disappointed by it actually. Um, that the emergencies don't start from where they're drawn. The emergencies, like a greyhound race, are replacing where the scratched horse is. So Tango Tara's position will now be taken by Gillibri Nitro. So you're actually starting from gate two. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> so I, wasn't... I didn't know either, and I don't like it. I think it's pretty. Uh, it's poor as far as pre-post betting is concerned. It's going to put people off, and, and overall it's going to confuse people. The race caller didn't know, and a trainer of one of the horses in the Inter-Dominion series didn't know. I think it's poor. Well, I probably should have read the conditions better, Dan, maybe. but um, Same here. Look, he, he's got very good speed, and um, you know he can, he can certainly work forward early. and you know, If he can find the fence, that would be ideal, and, and then go from there. Well, Maddie, we wish you all the best. You've got four lovely chances tomorrow night. Good luck, and uh, let's hope you have success with them. All right, terrific. Thank you. Thanks, Matt. Maddie Craven there. Britt and Dan. Tony Hurley, he's here. Great to have him with Bolt for Brilliance. Hello, Tony. Uh, thanks for joining us. It's been a while. Um, you would have forgotten what Melbourne looked like, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, no, it has been a while. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I probably temporarily was here last uh, Two or three, three or four years ago, whatever it was, um, when I when I had him, and yeah, that would have been the last time I think I was here, guys. Yeah. Great to have you joining us, City into Dominion, Tony, and I, I think your horse Bolt for Brilliance adds uh, such an exciting element to this year's series, particularly being uh, the lone Kiwi representative and also his body of work. Talk us and our listeners through what the last month has been like for you and this horse, because. Uh, you certainly uh, haven't hidden the fact that it, it's been a bit of a struggle, but you're here, uh, so that must suggest to everybody that you're more than happy with where he's at. Uh, yeah, that, that's right, Brittany. Um, like if, if I'd had one negative after I got home from Christchurch, um, I, I wouldn't have made the trip, but everything was positive. We couldn't fault him and fault his work or fault his condition and, and fault his, um, when they, the vets checked him over and scoped him and everything after he'd worked and all that sort of thing. He, he was 100%, so we, we sort of threw the, threw the dice and we thought we'd have a go. We obviously didn't race on um, uh, in the Dominion Handicap, which would have been a hard race. And probably, if it works out for us, in hindsight, it might have been a blessing. But if it works out for us, we'll just have to wait and see how we get through the heats and how he is. But like I said, I can't really fault him at this stage. So he's got improvement in him, Tony. The first of three runs in a week and perhaps four in a, in a fortnight. How does he go into that race tomorrow night? Um, is he, like, 95%? Um, yeah, I, I suppose he would, would be. Um, he's, he's like he hasn't had a race for a, a wee while, but in saying that he's had a, he had a trip home from Christchurch, which is a bit like a race, and, um, and then he's had a trip over here. So and he seems nice and tight, and, which I think you've got to have him. Pretty tight going into a series. You know, you've got three races, like you say, in a week. 
and you don't know how fast they're going to go in each heat, so um, you've got to be pretty ready. But um, And he seems to be, so fingers crossed, you know, without having the race day pressure under his belt, I I feel he's 100% sort of, you know, right on the on the dot at the moment. So um, hopefully he just, like you say, just goes through the series and no no problems and um, yeah, get through the three heats and gets enough points to get in the final. Well, Tony, we wish you all the best. Great to have you back here and great to know the horse is uh, fighting fit as well. Good luck tomorrow night. Thank you very much, guys. Cheers. Thanks, Tony. Tony Hurley with uh, Bold for Brilliance. Brittany, appreciate your time today. Really do. And good luck with Harry tomorrow night. Pleasure, guys. Thanks so much for having me on. And, yeah, really appreciate the kind words. Good on you, Brittany. And, uh, Dan, gee, we're in for a terrific night tomorrow night, aren't we? We are. It's going to be a terrific night uh, weather-wise as well at Ballarat. I think forecast is for about 25 degrees, so Brittany might have to put a bit of sunglasses on because <laughs> when they start that 2,200-metre race, they're running directly into the sun, and it can be blinding as well. So, uh, look, at it is. It's a very exciting night, but at a wonderful venue as well. Ballarat do a magnificent job with all their meetings, and it'll be a pretty special start to the uh, ID22. What's your best for tomorrow night, Dan? Is there a standout? I like Just Believe, race uh, two, number six. He's up against Queen Alita, but she's drawn the second row, and I think Just Believe can lead. So race two, number six. And Mac Dan's getting into uh, about a dollar seventy odds on now, but race five, number two, I think he'll lead all the way. Bit of value, however. Race three, horse number four, Sundon's Courage, who's in the same race as Bolt for Brilliance. Sundon's Courage is currently $21, and I reckon he's worth a play each way. Race three, number four. All right, we look forward to it. Look forward to your calls as well. Good calling and enjoy the night. Down on you Will, it's a beauty. It is indeed. Thank you very much, Sean. Thanks, Dan. Dan Malecki joining us there. Ballarat tomorrow night and uh, the first getting underway at 5.34 into Dominion night. And uh, it is going to be an absolute rip.